Welcome to the Circuit of Success Podcast. The Circuit of Success Podcast. With your host, Brett. Brett. Brett Gilliland. Brett Gilliland, visionary wealth advisory. The Circuit of Success Podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland. Today, I've got Katie Collier with me. Katie, what's going on? Not much. I'm here and I'm excited. You're here and excited. <laughs> We're excited to have you. Thank you. You break away from the restaurant to get over here. The restaurant and the five-year-old. And the yeah. five-year-old. That's, that's the hardest part, that's the, the five-year-old. Right? Yeah. We got to get Katie's uh, pizza and pasta to Illinois. I get asked so much. I mean, everyone says O'Fallon, Illinois, so right. I know. Right. I might do a couple laps we'll while I'm here. You heard it here, folks, right here. No, we won't We won't hold you to that, but see it's a I great community. For rents. Yes. Yeah. We can help you with that. Uh, well, you are Katie Collier. You're the owner of Katie's Pizza and Pasta. You have an amazing new location at Ballpark Village. Holy yeah. crap. Wow. That's really cool. I saw yeah. you there on opening day and uh, we talked and uh, just I've been back a couple times and it's phenomenal. I it's mean, it's so just cool. the coolest thing ever. You gotta just, be so proud. Yeah, just to be right next to the stadium and that energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. And the space is huge. Yes. And um, we just went all out. Yeah. So it's so well decorated. It just looks. It doesn't feel like you're in downtown St. Louis. No, I don't think so. It doesn't. Yeah. So you've done a great job. Well, yeah. if you can, we could talk about that all day, I'm sure. But if you can, I always like to start every podcast with what's made you the person you are today, which is a very big, loaded question. I know. Yeah. Uh, but you've got a hell of a story. So if you can, oh let's gosh, start. Let's start peeling back that onion layer and let's talk <laughs> about who Katie Collier is. <laughs> Obviously, parents are very key. Yeah. I have some really unique, crazy ones. <laughs> My mom's not crazy. My dad's passed, so I'm allowed to call him crazy. Okay, he can be crazy now. <laughs> but um, crazy in a good way. Just really unique, wonderful people. And then I think going through some painful experiences. One of my dad's quotes was, pain is the only teacher, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've been through some stuff with um, addiction and um, losing people and all the things that we all go through in life. And I think um, tried to learn my lessons from those and they definitely made me who I am today. Well, you are, you're pretty open about your story. So yeah. I don't feel like I, I feel like there's a lot of questions I can ask because it's all <laughs> yeah. things I've read about anyway. So, yeah. um, but talk to our listeners about that because I think your story is amazing because they see you now. Right. And yeah. I didn't know all the stuff about you uh, before. I just knew this Katie and she owned this restaurant. It's awesome. And she's yeah. gotten into frozen pizzas now and other things all over the country. And, and so you hear this amazing story, these super successful businesses in a in a business it's really hard to be successful right right um so you're doing a great job but they don't see the katie at 15 years old and 17 and 25 right right so if we can let's talk a little bit about that so you worked at a restaurant 15 years old yeah well i dropped out of high school dropped out and then started working in restaurants and never went back and got your education right no i did not (laughs) so so basically a sophomore in high school yeah which um you know i think i'm kind of smart but there's things that i do not you can tell you're like oh she did not finish math class (laughs) god for iphones now right we can ask siri or whoever to do i can do all of that but i did start working and i um got into restaurants for a couple of reasons one was they take anybody you don't need a degree and number two i had an aunt um zoe robinson who owned um restaurants and she was very successful and so I was like, well, you know, without a degree, I can follow in those footsteps. Yeah. 
So, yeah, but I learned so much about life in restaurants yeah, did, and started really early. So I had a leg up on everybody, yeah, I think. Right, yeah. yeah. I was a bartender in college and I thought it was one of the best jobs. And uh, you do learn a lot about people. You learn a lot about people Even and problem solving. <laughs> I know. Right. Problem solving and multitasking and just the whole, it's yeah. like everything. Yeah. And then, uh, so 15 to 24, but you stayed working in the restaurant business. And then it was at 24 years old, you started your first yeah. restaurant. Right? Yeah. And in between there, I did live in Italy. Okay. So that's yep. where the inspiration came from. My mother's an artist and she ran a study abroad program in Florence. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so she had an apartment there and she's like, if you can you know, save up for a plane ticket and spending money, you can come live with me. So she lived there off and on for maybe like, I don't know if it's between five or 10 years, but many years. And we would go and spend time with her there. Yeah, and Hence that's the where, feel of Katie's Pizza and yeah, Pasta. Yeah, that's where I fell Village. in love with really cool Italian yeah. food, the real stuff. And I wrote a business plan at 20, actually, okay. for Katie's Pizza after going to Italy for the first time. And I actually went and found a space in the loop, got an architect to do like a simple mm-hmm. space plan, and... Um, wasn't even old enough for a liquor license and obviously <laughs> <laughs> kind of need that for a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Um, but nobody obviously would invest in me, but the idea started at 20 and then by 24, I had worn it, worn my father down yeah. as we do as daughters yeah. do. <laughs> and, um, said, can you please, like, we got to do this. And I was newly sober at 24 for the first time. That's the like, key word there. The, the first, first time, time. Yeah. not so the final time. So 15 to 24, you yeah, were... Yeah, I was drinking yeah. and using, and it was yeah. horrible. But I was young, so it like went, kind of went unnoticed, yeah. you know, because right. everybody's just, yeah, kind of partying. a mess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I knew that it was bad enough to get sober at 24. And then um, my father has been had been sober since I was two. So he had been sober okay. for like Basically your whole life. my whole yeah. life. Um, so he was really proud. And um, I was like, let's at the time we were, he was in the junk business yep. growing up. So he was a salvage junk guy. And um, he's like, well, let's start with, you can, we can open a little junk store together. So we did, we called it, we, it had no phone number. It had no name. <laughs> <laughs> just this weird, like, bad antique store and um after doing that for about a year i wore him down and said come on let's do this pizza place and there's these really amazing ingredients in italy that nobody's using in the u.s or st louis like really no one knew what prosciutto was when i opened up in 2008 we had to explain it to everybody Yeah, now with the internet. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. now it's everywhere. And I was doing squash blossoms and figs and stuff. So he said, okay, let's do it. I'm going to invest $50,000 to build it. And I I mean, the time I thought that was so much money Mm because I had no money. So I thought, that's great. We can totally do it. And we actually did. We just really just bought the pizza oven. And then we just moved all the furniture from the junk store into the... Into, yeah, and I don't know if you ever went to that one. I don't think I have. Okay, no. but every table and chair was different and mismatched. Okay. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes, I totally So yeah. um, it really was a hole in the wall. Yeah. And um, he, there was a, um, and there was a issue, which was I'm going to, 
put up the 50, but I'm going to keep 100%. Oh. <laughs> and at the time, I was like, he, you know, he's like, you're newly sober, you're 24. Yeah. We're not, yeah, it's yeah. my money. Um, this will be, you know, work your way, sweat equity, and yeah. eventually I'll give you some. And um, he never did, but it was like the best thing ever because... You'd earn it. Here I, I'd earn it. And yeah. here I am today. And, and I think if he would have given it all to me, I would never understand yeah. what goes into it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. I tell my boys that all the time. Like my oldest is getting ready to go to college in, in a year and then he wants to get in the finance business. And I said, You need to go work somewhere else for oh, a while. Oh, for sure. You know, for sure. Go get your butt kicked somewhere else and then <laughs> yeah. you can come back maybe some other day. But just for your relationship. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but um so we opened up. It was a huge success because, again, I was doing, like, all this crazy stuff on pizza, and yeah. it was all about, you know, these regional specialty ingredients that I had learned about when I lived there. And um, then my drinking got really, really bad because I had all this attention. I thought I was really special. Mm -hmm. Cool girl on the, new cool cool girl girl. Girl on the block. Yeah, yeah. and um, also the stress and the pressure and the whole thing. It was too much for me. Yeah. And I just spiraled, 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 got kicked out of the business. Fired by your own dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a tough conversation. <laughs> it's happened many times yeah. by the fourth <laughs> or fifth time we were used to yeah. it. Here we go again. Here we I'm go fired. again. Um, and then it, the spiral got so bad that I ended up homeless, 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 like nothing. Like I, no car. No phone, no money. Everything I owned, I had in a grocery bag. And I would just carry that everywhere I went. And my family and friends, like, they were all done, like, totally done. And I remember the last, I always talk about this, The I finally decided to get sober when I was like, Mom, come on, like, let me stay with you. I have nowhere to go. I've been, like... Did you live in shelters, basically? Or I like was literally just, on the side what, of the road? I, no, I was just living with, like... Whoever. Couches, you yeah. know? And then, um, but she was like, no, that's it. We're done. And so I think when mom, everyone's turned their back on you, you got to look at yourself. Yeah. Turn inward. And that was amazing because, you know, those really dark, um, painful places are the only places really that you do look at yeah. yourself. Yeah. So I did. And I was like, okay, where am I going to go? And I found a halfway house on South Broadway and I went and checked in there and I lived there for six months. Yeah. It was a really bad part of town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I read someplace, maybe was there a Hannibal, Missouri stop too? There was, like a, a there couple, was you know, for a couple, a couple of days. Like chain yeah. smoking cigarettes <laughs> yeah. or something I read. It just in a room and I was, yeah, that was right before that. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up in there. There's a, like a state run, um, um, treatment center in Hannibal. Yeah. I'd been to treatments before. I'd been in, in hospitals and treatment yeah. centers before the nice treatment centers. And this was the end of the stage where the you go to one. the state run one. Nothing and then finally worked. you end up in the halfway house. So, and all of the women that were in the halfway house were out of prison or just off the streets. It was not like someone's neighbor who right. just had a drinking problem like these were people with absolutely nothing left yeah. so lived there for six months took the bus to katie's pizza and got my job back and you know just did that until unreal <laughs> yeah unreal. so what do you think i'm always fascinated my wife and i we had a date last night and this actually came up 
we were talking about, I don't even remember what we, what we brought up, but we were talking about something and how life can go one of, well, many directions, right? But you yeah. have, you have kids that grew up super successful families, right? Had everything and they grew up and can be deadbeats, right? Mm -hmm. You have kids that grew up super successful families and continue the success. You have people, right? You see where I'm going. You yeah. have people that had nothing that were successful. You have people not, and you, you took something, um, to a level that most don't, right? One, I think I saw, what was it? 95% of people don't recover from alcoholism and drugs. Yeah. I think that's a very generous statistic okay. too. Yeah. Yeah. So 95 to 98, 99% <laughs> yeah. right, don't. You did. You also came from nothing. Again, my yeah. research. Yeah. Not, I wouldn't call it nothing because you look at there's nothing, nothing. But I Correct. would say, um, you know, there were times we didn't have a car. Yeah. Like we, my dad's house, we all slept on a mattress on the ground with no furniture for a couple of years. Yeah. And eventually, like, there would be good times and yeah. everything. So I wouldn't say, I hate to say, like, dirt poor, but I would say, yeah, we didn't have, I never got a car when I was 16. I never yeah. went on any trips, yeah. hand-me-down clothes, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Which is, again, you've taken it now to this level, right? right. So <laughs> what is it about you, do you think, that's inside you that said, you know what, I'm going to take it to this level. I can do this. Um, I'm a, an optimistic person. Like, I think I'm just really optimistic. And um, I've seen, my dad was just um, such a tough guy. He was so tough. Yeah. Really tough. And he always made it work. And he always like hustled really, really hard. Yep. So yeah, yeah. I think and I that. think that grit, that hustle is, is everything, right? Yeah. In any business. Like he would do anything, yeah. you know, he was yeah. really tough. Would you also believe this statement that if, if I said all pizza places had to close tomorrow, right? That'll never happen. <laughs> but if they all had to close, you had to go to a completely different business, pick the business, you would still make it, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. Because it's all really about problem solving, managing people. Yeah inspiring people and really like marketing. I'm really good at marketing. Yeah. yeah. The food is great. I mean, I'm all in about the food. Yeah. The ingredients, yeah. everything. Yeah. Great. But um, no, it's really about leadership because I have 300 people that work for me. And if you're not a good person to work for or inspire, yeah. like you can't, I can't be in three, three locations and a frozen pizza place making yeah. stuff. I need these people to help. Yeah. So, and you can't touch yeah. all 300 people at the same time. No. You may go days and I and don't weeks want to. to them, right. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No, I want They're them like, to do Katie? it. It's yeah. so cool to see people do really empowered and they're like, feel very, they, there's people that have been with me for 10 plus years that really feel like they're, yeah. Their family. Their family. Yeah. 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 I think as a leader, right, we have to show the vision, build it, and then get out of the way. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Getting out of the way is the hardest lesson for, I think, business owners, entrepreneurs. Maybe get it. But yes. yeah, you got to get out of the way and you got to let them fail yep. and you got to pay the price to let them fail. And then they become so great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go again back to the early days of the, of the restaurant and um, you had to raise some money. Yeah. Right? You had to do that. That's not easy to do. No. Um, so you raised money and a lot of it was on a, on a handshake. Oh yeah. Right? So I did. You had, again, yeah. you didn't have really much bankers not going to be like, Hey, here's a million bucks. Right. Right. I right. know. No. Not to me. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, they're like, do you even have a bank account? How do we, right. <laughs> where do we put this money? Um, so I did a kit. So I was trying to figure out how to raise money. I'm really into marketing and I really know that you need to get attention yeah. 
to get to find these people. Um, so someone had mentioned crowdfunding. I looked into it and I thought, okay, that's really great. Not so much for the m amount of money I'm going to raise on Kickstarter because yeah. it's not enough to build a restaurant. But um, I'm going to get a lot of attention for this and attract the investors. So that was really my motivation behind mm -hmm. it because um, I just didn't know anybody or know how to find the people because I wasn't in that world. Right. Um, so I did a Kickstarter campaign and um, we raised $40,000, which was, you know, enough for a wood-fired pizza oven. Um, and then I put at the top of the page for traditional investment opportunities, contact Katie's Pizza at Gmail. And I got, we got tons of people. Wow. Yeah, because it was just, it was right when crowdfunding. You didn't tell funding, a story though, right? Oh, I mean, we told tell a great story. story yeah. And um, I wrote a great, you know, business plan. And like the whole page was beautiful with lots of pictures and videos and like what we were trying to do. And um, yeah, it was really so cool. So people with money see that. and they People say, with money see that. And they also know they that I've had this that. restaurant, yeah. quote unquote. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know dad at yeah. it. Yeah. For um, like four or five years. Yeah. And they are they love that got restaurant it. and they love me and all of this stuff so they found it and we got all these people um a couple became iou handshake loans yeah. and we paid them back in two years which was great and then the last piece of the puzzle was michael cupstis and he's yeah. he was he had just retired from panera he was the oh, vice yeah, president yeah, yeah. of franchise and he took them from like 50 locations to like thousand wow. so he's a really talented amazing person and he said i really i'm just come back to me if you need if i want to be i want to have equity and we were really holding off hmm. but at the end we needed a little bit more and we knew if we were going to do it with anybody it'd be him yeah. so we sold him 20 percent and he was the best best partner ever yeah. just such a wonderful person and i'm still really good friends with him i ended up buying him out okay. um, a couple of years ago yeah. um, but we still talk all the time well it's yeah. so big to have a mentor like that too right yeah. he's done it yeah and yeah. he just was such a fan and he always said you know i've always wanted to work with you i followed you and so this was it That's was cool, so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really so cool. great. And I think uh, he gave us a lot of credibility with banks too. Oh yeah, that like helped. that was we just brought in my yeah. <laughs> Mr. Gupta. I'll open the door, but you're gonna go in and sit right next <laughs> right. to me and just talk, and I'll be quiet. Yeah, yeah. and I learned so much from him about that world yeah. and um, leases, and yeah. Well, yeah. Again, we talked about education earlier, but you think your business education will blow. I mean, yeah. no offense to the people that are in you know education, the but that that business degree you have yeah degree you have still getting and still getting every single day is priceless yeah i'm getting it yeah every single day and i've had a i've had a business fail vero my meal kit okay. company yeah and um then a new frozen pizza business and scaling and it's a lot it's really and i cool. saw a video maybe on social media you and your brother making some calls or going to a conference or something wasn't it and you gotta, oh you gotta yeah sell for it the frozen the pizzas store, right? yeah, yeah you've got to get so we're in 400 stores across the country our goal is to be in every grocery store in the next wow. five years and it's totally gonna happen yeah. yeah but we have to go to these expos and you know you meet with the yep. grocers and the buyers and the brokers and everything and so that's a whole nother world that's crazy. And then we've got um, a beverage coming out. Nice. Yeah. What kind of beverage? Um, so we're known for, yeah, okay. it's it's in uh, production right okay. now. So we did all of the 
everything, designed the can and um, the recipe and everything. Um, our watermelon cocktail, okay. I don't. This is what we're known yep, for. Yep. Um, so that, and then a basil margarita. Oh wow! Yeah, I know. Can't wait. I know. That's so awesome. So those will be in Deerberg's, and those will be in selling out of the um, restaurants. That's cool. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Walk up window, you can buy one. I know. Well, we have one. I know. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about, uh, how important it is to think big. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've, thankfully, I, I think I've thought big most of my career and, and, uh, I think that's really helped. I, when I think about your locations and, and what you've done, I, I keep bringing up ballpark village cause it's new. Um, I've obviously been to the other ones as well, but you, you have to think big, yeah. but you also have to believe big and believe in yourself. Yeah. So when you hear those things, what comes to mind for you? I think it just gets the energy of yourself and everyone around you moving in that direction so it's inevitable that it's going to happen yeah. that's the way i look at it like you can call it manifestation and i don't think it's like a magical thing like you wish something and then you get someone waves a wand and it happens mm -hmm. i think what's happening is you're you're moving your life and your energy and people in that direction and you're just it's amazing how it just kind of happens and really thinking so big i mean if you even get close enough to or not or just short you're still pretty successful yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you said it confidently uh and humbly but but also i think you just say it because this is how you believe like i'm going to be in every grocery store in america oh yeah and it's going to happen yeah uh, and you it say is. it and you like i believe it right i can feel the energy i believe you, you believe it I believe <laughs> it. And, and so um, talk about that, though. Why? Because I, I, like I said, I just believe that I'm moving my energy in that direction. And I also know that really anything is, I just feel like anything's possible. And you just have to have that positive attitude and keep trying. And um, I think entrepreneurs really just never give up. So yeah. if you never get, that's how we're successful is because everyone else just gives up. Right. You're exactly <laughs> we're right. not smarter. We just keep, keep going. It's like when I did the business plan at 20, but you know, everyone said no for four years. A lot of people would be like, okay, that's I'm enough. No, nobody's going to do this. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it just it, didn't. It's funny. I, I just, I had this uh, discussion all the time with my kids and they, now it's the old dad thing. Oh, here we go again. You know, but it's you know, the old, how do you spell uh, impossible? Have yeah. you heard that before? No. So how do you spell impossible? It's I'm possible. Right. Right. So I'm possible. And so I always try to tell it to my kids. And I just believe that, that, and, and you said your energy is going there. So when you say my energy is going there, what does that mean to you? I think subconsciously, I just start to act in a certain way or start to um, accomplish certain things and start to move in that direction of achieving that goal. Yep. I think your subconscious is very powerful. And so you have to like say stuff and believe yep. stuff. And then all of a sudden you start, you start to make a turn yeah. in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. I just read something the other day on some entrepreneur deal on one of this guy. I don't believe with this. I don't believe this comment, but he said, don't tell anybody your plans because there's so many negative people out there that oh, just shut you I down. No, I right? don't ever understand that. See, I don't either. So I'm and glad the, you or agree like, with that. Or like, we need to, don't tell anybody because, you know, they need to sign. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Right. Tell everybody. Well, I think, the I, think, I think also you have to tell everybody because you never know who's going to say, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I want to do too. Yeah. Or I believe in you. Yeah. 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 
And I think, too, the grit, what we were talking about earlier, is that even if you do tell somebody about this new cocktail thing you're making, and right. I get the idea, do I really have the stamina to go out and do it and build it and, and make it happen? No. No. I always, it's so funny. We have our dough recipes and all of our recipes posted, like, in the kitchen. And yeah. some a manager that we had hired was like, oh, my gosh, like, you can't have that. Someone's going to take it and go, oh, I'm like, like go ahead. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. There's so many levels to this. Yeah. It's the people. It's yeah. the story of our family. It's, you know, yeah. everything. And you yeah. can't recreate it. You can go open a great pizza place, but it's not yeah. going to be. No. Yeah. Well, and you, right? Not to make yeah. you brag, but it's like, I mean, you have to be part of that. You're the face person. Right, you know? right. I mean, hence yeah. the name, but you also have to be there. And you're shaking hands at the front of the house and the back of the house. If yeah. You, if you don't have the front of the house good, then. Yeah. It doesn't so matter how good your pizza None is. of that. No, they can. I totally agree with yeah. you. And yeah. I think you also need to talk about it because then, yeah, you do you do meet people that can help you. Yeah. So as a busy uh, entrepreneur, a mom, all these things, how do you um, how do you stay in the game? Like, how do you? you I know? am so healthy. Okay. It's obnoxious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> because I just, my father was epileptic. Okay. Okay my whole life. And then he had brain damage from the epilepsy and he had a lobotomy. I mean, it was like so sad. So he was disabled. And for some reason, the brain and just understanding the brain was so obviously very important to me because I was trying to heal him and also understand it and worried about myself. Um, But I just know how much health the brain it needs we have we're like athletes we have to fire on all cylinders Mm. and so you have to do everything you can to stay um healthy so i just eat really well i exercise and then i meditate a lot yeah i love meditation and i write like with a pen and paper because you cannot just type on the computer it doesn't do the same thing you have to have the pen and paper I don't know what it is, but have you heard about that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you look behind you and, and this journal. I mean, I, I have journaled since July of 2005. I have journals and, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, my child is going to be left with yes. some crazy stuff. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I'm like, I hopefully one day they'll read all this stuff. Yeah. It's from, you know, you'll see the whole reason visionaries even existing, you know, like yeah. all this stuff. And, and I think that's powerful. And then a lot of gratitude. So I write, I'm just big into that. So just writing gratitude list because life is so tough. So yeah. you got to and get your head together Amen. every day. Amen. Yeah. So what kind of exercising are you doing? Um, I've like I've got a trainer, so I guess it's like resistance training. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it weightlifting, but I would just call it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah resistance training and then I hike a ton. Okay. Um and then I do some yoga. Got it. Yeah. Awesome. What um what's your mission today? Like when when somebody would ask you that question, what do you what do you think you're here on earth for? Uh Gosh, well, I do love, I think what I love right now so much is um, creating opportunities for people to like realize potential. So I love that part about the business. I think scaling is going to be really fun because it's going to allow more of that to happen. Um, And then, yeah, I think showing people... um, Definitely the addiction stuff. I think um, showing people that there's a way out, there's a, a you yeah. know, a new life, and all of that, inspiring people in that way, is very important to me yep. as well. Or whatever struggle you're going through. How long have you been sober? Uh, twelve years of thirteen. Uh, yeah, twelve. 
12 years. Love, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's still a battle. Um, no. No? No, it's not. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. That's really I really cool. don't think about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I don't know. Um, think time. Do you, do you spend much time thinking? How important is that to you? Yeah. Every day. Every morning I get up at like 4.30. Ooh. Yep. Coffee. God. <laughs> meditation clear it out and then i start writing okay. and thinking yeah. and visualizing and i do it every day how are you how do you meditate um i have to have i like to do outside okay. um i like to be i focus on like outside sounds so birds insects yep. and stuff like that yep. and then that's it so, no so no now, app or anything that you use um uh, you sometimes use i'll do like music like meditation music okay, yeah. but no app i've done headspace before yeah. it's just like I don't know. I feel like there's a time limit on it. So then I'm focusing on when is the, yeah, when the bell going to go yeah. off? <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. It, it uh, I, I started with Headspace, you know, probably yeah. 10 years, no, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, something like that. And I needed that because I didn't know what the hell meditation was. Right. right? And then you know, as a guy, I'm like, oh man, I'm so wimpy. Like, Right. Yeah, you know, I never. I didn't tell anybody I'm doing meditation. People you know? think it's like a religious thing. Yeah. Like, no, this is what we're all supposed yeah. to do. This <laughs> is the breathing. We're all clear, shallow breathing, you know. Right, and, clear out the brain yeah. for a little bit. Um, do you do box breathing, like you know, four. Oh in, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh okay. yeah. yeah, all of that. All that. I like <laughs> all it. the crazy stuff. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What? But I would say walking too is a really natural way to get into meditation. It's a really proven way because the rhythm of walking something does something to your brain. So yeah. if you can't get there yet, just go on a walk. Yeah. And in nature too. Right? Yeah. Um, let's talk about fear. I ask this question on almost every podcast, and it's a the fears we put in our mind. Right. Yeah. We, I think we all do. Maybe. Um, how many of those fears you've put in your mind actually blew up to the magnitude you put them in your mind to be? Um, none so far. I mean, I think that's the thing is they don't actually happen. That's the point of the question. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> is yeah. everybody sits here and they're like, they all pause and they're like, well, none of them, you know, right. it's like, well, but, but yet how many people are listening to this podcast right now or driving down the road here on the interstate and they have a fear, right? It's in yeah. their mind right now. This thing is going to happen. One thing I always do, and I think when my father passed, it was such a crazy thing where I had to get really in the present moment. And when I got in the present moment, I realized that every time I'm in the present moment, I'm okay. Mm. Like, think about that. You're all, every time you're, yeah. you're, you're okay. There's never been a time when right. you weren't okay. So how do you do that? I just remember that. And so I go, okay, just get here right now. Are you okay? Yeah. You've always yeah. been okay. So you're always going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. So you have to go by the. Talk to that person right now that's in the dumps though, right? I mean, yeah. they're, they're in a room and they're just like, yeah, whatever. They happen to stumble across this podcast and they're like, yeah, but you don't understand my situation. It's right. I'm, I'm in the dumps. It's bad. I'm not going to get better, right? The only thing that I can do or suggest to get out of it, the only thing that's ever worked for me or I've seen work for everyone I've offered it to is just write down one thing you're grateful for and when you write down that one thing, mm. it leads to two, and then it leads to three. And you think you can't even write down one. And it's there's something that happens to you when you start to realize that there's stuff, there's a light, there's stuff to be yeah. grateful for, and you're, and it kind of proves that you're okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really the only that. thing that works. I'm going to uh, shameless plug here in my own journal that I gave you a copy yeah, of. Thank the, you. Uh, I will fill it up. The as journal. I told you. <laughs> and it is a gratitude worksheet. And in that gratitude worksheet, I, I'm a, I love taking pictures. Okay. My, yeah. It probably drives my kids nuts. But I, I started doing this a few years ago that every 90 days I'll go through and look at all the last 90 day pictures. And I write down right here, month one, exactly, you know. Went to Katie's pasta, uh, Pizza and Pasta at Ballpark Village with kids. Right? Yeah. I'll literally write that down in my wow. journal because I'm looking at the picture. Because how many times do we take pictures and we never look at them? Well, that's always a joke that I always say. I go, here's another picture I'm never going to look right. at. <laughs> so every 90 days, though, imagine if you now go through those pictures that. and you write them down. And now I'm in a space every 90 days. I do the gratitude you'll see every day uh, right. on my daily planner. Today I'm grateful for. And then, uh, but the, every 90 days you go through that and it's like, man. Look how yeah. great life is. Like, or look at all this stuff I've done. Yeah. Because sometimes you think like, oh, I'm not achieving enough. Yeah. I'm not doing enough. I'm not successful enough yep. or whatever. And then you go and look. That's yeah. amazing. Okay, so you I'm got three months of that. And then you end with, it says, what experiences can I schedule for the next 90 days? So now we got to be purposeful. Oh my gosh, love on it. What are the things we can put on our calendar? Because you're like me, I'm sure, that if you get so busy, you know you want to do that thing. Yeah. But if you don't put it on the calendar, it doesn't happen. Right. Right. We so know now, that about me. right. Yeah. And so now <laughs> I got to put it on my calendar. So the next 90 days, what are the experiences I want to create yeah. in my life? And how often do you do those things? Because you wrote them down. You probably do a lot of them. Yeah. Almost every one of them happens. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. It's experiences, you know, either I'm going to go with buddies on a golf trip or it's something to do with my kids or something, you know, whatever it is, they're there. And they, and to your point, they happen because they're written down and they go on the calendar and then your energy starts to move it in that yeah. direction yeah. yeah and i think the time we take to do those experiences allows us to be even better at work because we're recharging well, that's a i like right? that's really cool i'm gonna i'm gonna try it awesome yeah i love it i love it um when you hear the words future greater than your past that is our mission statement that is the journal that is everything that we do here at visionary is helping people achieve a future greater than your past what do you say about that um, believe it right now. Yeah. You got to believe it. Like yeah. it's, ha ha you got to, whatever you want in the future, believe it, it's happening now. And then, yeah. I love it. Kind of just set the stage. We're already in it. Anything yeah. that you would want to publicly share that is, um, that's out there for you, that dream, that thing, right? Yeah. Cause I believe in that too. And I think you do as well. Yeah. These things that you want to go do when you say them, they're now they're out there in the universe. Right. Well, um, we've got, I told you we're going to have our frozen pizzas yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then I really want to start to bring Katie's Pizza and Pasta to other markets. Yeah. So um, looking at Nashville, mm -hmm. Kansas City, um, Dallas, and Denver. Wow. Yep. Those are kind of my top four right now. So I really, really want to do that. And then um, I really would love to either write a book or do something yeah. around my story and eat, whether it's speaking or like I said, because I want to inspire people yeah. who have addiction or struggles yeah. or whatever yeah. that yep. you don't need a college yeah, I degree. Love that. Yeah. What, um, and, and so your passion today around that is, is what just purely helping individuals become better. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't think you can make a lot of money off of a book. So it's not yeah, money. Right. <laughs> you can sell a lot of books and make a lot of money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Should doing Harry Potter. Or That's something. true. Which we just went to Harry Potter land down in uh, Disney World, or I yeah. guess it was in Universal. 
Yeah, also, crazy. I think Carl Jung said like the best thing you can do for your psyche is to write down mm. your story and then your life starts to kind of become even better. You understand yourself a little yeah. bit better. So I think the legacy too. I mean, think again, the stuff yeah. that you've gone through mm-hmm. and, and where you're at today. You mean people are out there that don't believe in Katie's dream, right? Meaning right. if they're Katie. Yeah. If somebody would have told you at 18 years old, this is what you're going to look like at X age. Right. Do you believe that? It's hard. Hard, very hard. Really yeah, hard. no, books are magical and they can really help. Yeah, people kind of see themselves. It's really you become a mirror. You're just yeah. becoming a mirror for somebody else. Yeah. 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 What um, What would you tell yourself if you could go back to that 20, 25-year-old Katie? What advice would you give her today? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I would change. I would just say, hang in there and it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the exact advice I give myself. Like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. It's going to be okay. We I still always have, have been that. and we yeah. always will be. That's, right. That's how I feel. That's right. What, uh, where do our listeners find more of Katie Collier? Um, well, I'm really big on Instagram. I love to post a lot of stuff about, you know, all the stuff I'm talking about, my life, my daughter, my business. Um, so I'm very transparent and vulnerable yep. on that platform. So um, follow me there, Katie's Pizza and Pasta. Yep. And then um, you can go to, we've got three locations in St. Louis or we're in grocery across the country. And we also do e-commerce shipping anywhere in the U.S. Nice. Yeah, That's katiespizza.com. Katiespizza.com. Yeah. So you, you uh, said transparent and vulnerable. Yes. Don't you believe that you have to be that way? If I mean, to buy into the brand, right? Right. Yeah, no, my father was. He was like, he would just tell you everything. He'd tell a stranger the whole deal. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm telling you. <laughs> and um, so I was just raised. What I saw was like, it would maybe offend one or two people, but the majority of the people would just be so... Um, like in love with the fact that there was a person whose like walls were down and then they would open up and he had so many friends and so many people that just were attracted to him because of that. So I saw that and I was like, oh, that's how you really can connect with people is through that vulnerability, transparency, which is really just honesty. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm on your, uh, which, which Instagram should I go to? Um, it doesn't matter. Go to that one. Right, we're playing our Instagram game. <laughs> yeah. um, so pick a oh, look at that little watermelon drink. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Um, so let's pick a number between one and ten. Nine, always nine. Why is that? It's like the magical number. I don't know. Tesla said it was. <laughs> oh, I like that. And then uh, between one and three. Three. Okay, number three. Uh, I do this game because we're gonna. This it's called Lobster. Thermidor. Look it up. The kids don't know, but we know. Soft opening at Ballpark Village. So it's a video of the guy doing something here with yeah. the lobster, I assume. Yeah. So talk us uh, about that post. Well, Ballpark Village is really cool because we've always had these tiny restaurants, and this has a big, beautiful kitchen where we can do all kinds of crazy stuff that we can't the yeah. other places. Yeah. So that is a beautiful lobster dish. It's main lobster split in half. That and then, pretty good. Yeah. It's beautiful. You got one item to order. What are you ordering? Um, I eat, oh, I love steak. So we have a uh, bistecca florentine, which is a ribeye, and it's got fennel mm. pollen and roasted garlic and balsamic, and it's really good. Ugh. 
Yeah. You know what? I'm going tonight. Another <laughs> date. Two nights. I just thought about this. My wife and I went on a date last night. We're going on a date tonight too. Uh, oh, I think we're gonna well, go. go. We're gonna go to the restaurant yeah. tonight on the go way to, the to our show. Village and get a steak and yeah. a lobster. All right, we're in. We'll do it. <laughs> Katie, it's awesome having you. Thank you for sharing your story with Thank us. Thank you. So much this fun. was really fun.